Hello, everybody. Tom Webster, Night Shift Cops podcast. If I sound a little sleepy, I kind of am. I've just been working a lot lately. And I'm sick. Of course, I'm sure everyone is. So, <clears throat> today's episode is going to be about uh, field training officers, FTOs. Um, I'm working on the uh, women in law enforcement episode. A friend, a couple barriers, but I'm going to work around those. And I'm not going to limit uh, my questions and my time to just 20 minutes for <clears throat> the females that I talk to. So I'm going to probably do it in some segments. But um, it's coming, I promise you. Uh, it'll be um, it'll be a good episode for everyone. But um, the... Uh, Laps and episodes as well is pretty tough to pump these out every two times a month. I've had a, a close instructor friend of mine uh, who had died from complications from some medical procedures. And with Thanksgiving rolling around and Christmas coming up, it's just been really tough to pump them out. Um, I still want to keep you know getting them out as quick as I can because I think it's important and, and people um, like to listen to what I have to say and Hopefully, it's good advice for everyone. So, uh, today's <clears throat> is going to be about field training officers and their duties and um, what you should do as a rookie or a person sitting in the other seat. I've been doing FTO for probably about 12 years, um, several departments, and I also teach uh, at the academy at our, in our region. Uh, new people as well in, in EVOC, uh, Emergency Vehicle Operations, and uh, Defensive Tactics. Uh, I do have <clears throat> some uh, ground fighting background as well that I've, I've taken on my own and uh, been trained through uh, my academy as well. Um, it's really important for FTOs. They, they have a, a, a very important job because they are um, molding people to <clears throat> this this police job and again it's it's not an easy job the FTO as well as any officer has to be willing to learn uh, during their whole career and then passing that information on to all the new people or sometimes the old people as well because as technology grows you know new radios come out um, New guns come out, new tasers come out. Everybody, <clears throat> it's a revolving. We have to learn new techniques. We have to get rid of bad habits that we've probably been taught in the past. And, you know, things that aren't working as well as it used to, we have to change to something else. So our career, our career, you know, everything we do is, it's not a factory job. You're not just, you know, punching the same button every day. Um, we got to make split second decisions, you know, in regards to, uh, saving people or taking a life and <clears throat> to be an FTOs, I, I feel a very important job because you're molding a departments that trusted you to mold a, a new person into what obviously you, you have been. So it's a very important that you take the job seriously and you do the job right. I'm not saying everybody does. <clears throat> We've all had bad FTOs. We've all had no FTOs. Uh, my FTO process was, here's the key, here's your 
key to your car and uh, gun and badge and you know, be here for the night shift and then ride around with the guys, you know, drive, just follow them. So that, <laughs> that's about as much as I got. Um, and you learn later in life that's not, you know, not good. That's not productive. So um, they need guy. Everyone needs guidance. Everyone does. Um, and hopefully you're, you're listening to this because you need some guidance or you have some questions or you just want some experience. And, you know, everybody's toolbox is different and, and I'm, mine's pretty big and I, I want to share everything I have. I don't, there's no reason to keep it, no reason to hide it. So, um, you know, FTOs, some FTOs are, it's a pay position. Uh, you make a little more money. Um, some are not. I have never been paid as an FTO, yet I still like to do it because, again, it's important to um, give everyone that information that they need to have to do their job at home every day. The FTO program is a by-the-numbers process. It's uh, meant to be unbiased and performance-based. So I'm sure, obviously, every FTO um, class is different for every person that's ever taken it. I'm sure it's not taught uh, the same around the world, but the process is to gauge your performance by a certain set of numbers and the certain set of numbers should be getting better uh, weekly daily monthly you know depending on how often you work and who you work with and what how busy your your section is but it's it's designed to make you a better officer and if that doesn't happen you know there's a risk of termination uh there's a risk of changing divisions or districts or working with several other FTOs for an extended period, which, which happens. It's, it's normal though. So don't freak out about it because you know, my teaching habits may be different than someone else's, or you may somewhat make a connection with the FTO versus someone you don't. It may be harsh and they may be by the book and more militaristic, which is okay. Um, again, whatever makes you get, get home in the evenings. Um, and then there are some softer ones. They don't say anything. They don't say much, and they grade high, and they want to move you on to the next guy, which I hope no one gets, but it happens. So take what you can take from that person and move on, get to the next FTO, and then you know ask questions or seek out uh, more information. It's um, a very, very important responsibility FTOs have based on their training and their experience. And you'll use that hopefully in some of your narratives, I would hope, based on your training and experience, because that's what you have to rely on as an FTO to teach people this is what you did, this is how you want to do things, and this is how the department requires it be done, or state law. So all those things have to be um, known by the FTO to, to make sure you do the right things. and. They're trying to mold good work habits. Good work habits as far as <clears throat> a clean, professional uniform, um, knowledgeable about the laws and IC codes and um, you know the radio terminology and you know the jail process, uh, booking process, anything that you do at your your job, those habits are going to become you know what you are later as an officer. And then one day maybe you could be an FTO as well. 
but that's what their job is to do is mold those work habits. And if, if you find that you don't like it, I mean, that's just how it is. That's especially with that certain FTO, you may get another one. that's a little different and they do things a little different. Everyone does things a little different. But the outcome is what we want. The same outcome from everyone. So everybody gives FTOs a pretty hard time. Um, you know, they, they don't like the way <laughs> they don't like the way they showed them to do something. Uh, they made me type like they type. <laughs> they made me talk to people that like they talk to, which I wouldn't. Um, you should go with it. Just go with it. You'll be done with that FTO. You'll be moving on to another one. You'll find something else you like. But you got, like I said, you got to take a little bit from everyone that you're with. And you know, any senior officer, I, I don't not necessarily thinking that everyone has to be an FTO or certified in it. But uh, senior officers teach a lot of people things. You know, sometimes they teach complacency, which is bad. So one thing that we do all the time is. You know, especially rookies, they watch all the time what we do and how we do things. And then they ask questions, you know, for other officers. I've been there, I know. And, oh, uh, yeah, that guy, he's lazy. He don't do anything. <laughs> he doesn't do shit. Uh, he tries to get out of a call. They call him Buck. Officer Buck. Backup call. They're always a backup cop. They always come later. Um, you beat him to the call. They always come. Hey, everything good? All right, I'm gone. <laughs> so, I mean, we've all been there. We've all done it. We all know him. And... We sometimes work with them all the time. Again, you need to or your mindset. If you never listen to that, you can go back and listen to it because it'll make you independent and tough. And you know, in this life, it's it's everybody worries about everybody else, and we all need to stay in our own damn lanes. What needs to happen? So sometimes it happens in police work as well. So what I really want to talk about too is what the FTO wants from you. And I'm going to tell you, the majority of them want you to sit over there and shut the hell up and not say anything. They want you to do exactly what they tell you to do. And that you're going to treat you like a child. So that's what happens. Regardless of your age or your experience, it doesn't matter. That's what they do, and, and that's the way they think. Now, sometimes they don't come across that way, but that's what they want you to do ultimately. They shut up, get through the FDO program, and move on to your next one. Because they know when you're on your outcome, when you start doing officer stuff by yourself, you're going to do it how you do it regardless of what they taught you. And hopefully it's not wrong, but you're gonna do what you do. You're gonna to talk to people how you talk to people. You're not gonna to talk to people like a robot and sir, ma'am, and then have a seven foot distance when you're talking to somebody in an interview. It's not gonna happen. You know, we talk about uh, situational awareness and that, that gap, we want that gap between us. But I'm, I'm telling you in all reality, you're gonna you're look like an idiot. You're gonna look like some robot standing out there trying to talk to somebody seven feet away. It's not gonna work. So. You know, gun side away, all that good stuff that they teach you, and, and it's not bad. They want to pound it in your head, like I said, and get those work habits going. So, what you should do as the person in the passenger seat? Well, I'm telling you, you, you should definitely listen. Always listen. There's sometimes bad advice, there's sometimes good advice, but the FTO is really there to let you know what's going on, how things need to be done, they also are very aware that you don't know anything and they want to see what kind of decision making you have. Even if it's bad decision making, they want you to make a decision. They don't want you to sit over there and look at them and say, what do I do? Because later on in the late phases of FTO program, you're pretty much going to be on your own with an officer. 
So you're going to have the FTO probably with you, but they may be plain clothes. They may be uniformed in another car, uh, just following you around. Eventually, you're going to have to make your own decisions. You're going to have to ask your own questions. Um, they're going to be there to make sure you know you get all the pertinent information and you document everything and you run everybody and you talk to everybody. So, but they encourage, I encourage that. I encourage you to ask lots of questions. It may piss them off. They may go to other FTOs and say, man, this guy just asked me 50 questions and I, I can't handle him. I can't wait till I'm done with him. But you know, the stupid question is one that's not asked. So you ask. If you don't know something, then ask. Don't act like you know it, because I can assure you the FDO is going to tell you you don't know it. So if they don't know it, you go to somebody else and ask them, or you wait for the next FTO. You write that down that they didn't know that answer. Don't confront them about it. Just take it and move on. Because again, you may have one FTO, and that's great. If you do, and you're out, and you're good, great. But sometimes you're going to go through three or four or five FTOs. In, in bigger departments, and it happens. You definitely listen a lot. And if they let you drive, you know, drive like you got some sense. Um, again, they're gonna treat you like a child and you're really never gonna do anything right. That's the way it's gonna be. That's just the way, that's the way it works. Um, and if you do everything right, you're still going to have to have some stuff to work on because you have no experience and you're you're brand new. Well, we've been doing this job for 20 years. We've been doing this job for 20, 15 years. I mean, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear horror stories. You're going to hear all kinds of stuff. But ultimately, their job is to mold you. And again, through guidance of other officers, whether they're FTOs or not, that's what you want. Ultimately, the goal is to be a good officer, professional officer. And that's what we strive to be as professional officers so again you you listen and you take notes and you ask questions and if you piss one off there's probably going to be another one behind it and then that, that may not piss them off they may say wow this kid's full of questions you know full of answers and so again if you have any questions about it, ask don't just assume um, take all the training you can take as much as you can and eventually maybe you'll be an FTO and you can mold people the way you want to be you want them to be taught because maybe you had a bad experience when you were in the FTO so if you've had a bad experience with an FTO I'm sorry but we've all had bad experiences with FTOs so it's no big deal work through it they're just doing their job the way they were asked to do it so um i hope you have a a better experience if you have, if you are an fdo right now i feel far, sorry for you but it'll be over don't worry and again treat people like you want to be treated i mean anytime you encounter a police officer when you weren't a police officer just think about how you want to be treated and treat people that way that's that's the way it works in this world it should work it doesn't we all know that. We all watch the news. Well, I try not to anymore. But so I'm gonna go ahead and end this episode. Uh, again, the women in law enforcement. It's I've got a couple barriers I have to get through, and then hopefully I'll put it out here pretty soon. I'm I'm I promise you it's gonna be good. Also, uh, warrior mindset. I'm gonna do a warrior mindset too. 
I'm going to talk more about soft targets and how to keep yourself um, from being a soft target and what it, what it is and and further make yourself a, a mean machine, even if you have to be by yourself, because sometimes that happens in our career. We work by ourselves sometimes, and your backup's not, not very close. So, again, our goal is to go home every day to our families, our friends, our dog, whatever cat, whatever you got, mom and dad, doesn't matter. The goal is to go home and treat everybody how we want to be treated. So I'm going to go ahead and end this. Everybody have a good day, okay? Be safe.